what does it mean to be a sci-fi show? And is there a quintessential sci-fi show? And why is that answer Star Trek? Anyway, let's talk about that on this episode of the Gaming and Chill podcast. This episode of the Gaming and Chill podcast is brought to you by our patrons. People like you supporting the podcast and getting awesome perks along the way. Patrons get the podcast one day earlier and without ads. We also have some awesome new exclusive shows that we're working on bringing exclusively to Patreon using the link in the description or by going to patreon.com forward slash gaming and chill you're able to get awesome perks and help support the podcast in my humble opinion star trek is the quintessential sci-fi show now what does that mean let's define quintessential sci-fi show so in my opinion sci-fi show has to do something with well science fiction that's pretty no duh there's a lot of science fiction shows. Doctor Who, Red Dwarf, uh, Star Trek, Star Wars, Stargate, Farscape, Battlestar Galactica, to name a few. Now, all of those are great. Each one is good in their own right. I think, however, Star Trek is the most progressive and the truest science fiction show I, I think I've seen. And so let me go back and say why I think that. Recently, Doug had been talking about Star Trek Discovery. And I was like, I have not seen it. I've not seen it. And I bought the first season and watched it. And I fell in love with it. I fell back in love with Star Trek. Not that I really ever fell out of love with it. Just... It's like that lover that you had in high school that, you know, things didn't really end. Things didn't really go anywhere. They just stopped. You think about it every so often. You go, man, those were some good times. You don't actively seek out to go watch it again, to go be with them again. You just go, hmm, those were good times. Moving on. But going back to Star Trek Discovery, it... It reawakened that love of Star Trek and science fiction as a whole. The last science fiction show I had watched before Star Trek Discovery was Doctor Who. And this latest season of Doctor Who was, in my opinion, not good. Some episodes were good, but as a whole, on average, it wasn't very good, in my opinion. The writing was just not great. And watching Star Trek made me realize quite a few things that they do that I actually really love. Some of those things are is the fact that they are a progressive society but have no need to call out how progressive of a society they are. And I, I say that because you see characters that are in different species, different races, all working together 
I mean, going back to the original Star Trek, you have people from different walks of life. You have a Russian, you have a a Japanese man, you have an African-American woman, you have an alien science officer. You have so many different representations of characters in those small group, not to mention Scotty down in engineering, who is giving her all she's got. But Star Trek Discovery goes even further. They've got more aliens on the on the bridge. They've got people with augments, like mechanical augmentations. They've got they've got humans of different races, and now they've added on because it's a truly progressive society. And as a whole, our society, real life, has deemed it more acceptable to talk about it. So they're going to kind of call it out, but not call it out. You have different sexual orientations being represented in Star Trek Discovery. But it's done in such a way that it is not obtrusive. And I get that I am not the probably the right person to be talking about this. But they have a gay couple. And it is not, like, thrown around. It is because it is not the central point. Much like a another married couple in a show is not the central point that they're married. They are married, and that is part of their character, but that does not define their character. These other characters' sexual orientations does not matter, so it's not really brought up or made part of a storyline. And as such, in such a progressive society, it's not really thrown around like, oh, by the way, which I feel like a lot of shows have done. They've started to make them make token characters, it feels like, of we got to check off this diversity checkbox instead of building a fully fleshed character. When a character is built and you go, cool, I like this character. And then it comes out that maybe they maybe they are uh maybe they are gay. Maybe they are this or that. You go, "Cool. I I like the character. I it, it, I I have no reason not to like this character." I mean, the characters are built as the main doctor on board who is the smartest doctor. And then you've got the smartest science officer. And then you go, "Cool. They don't have a whole lot of scenes together." And then One scene, they're brushing their teeth together, and one looks over and goes, have I told you today I love you? And you go, whoa, I didn't see that coming. But cool. It doesn't really matter, if that makes sense, because they live in a progressive society within the confines of the show, so it makes sense. But then there are other things that Star Trek does, that makes me go, this is a quintessential sci-fi show that I think is defining of the sci-fi genre. And that is aliens. Aliens are not always the bad guy. In so many sci-fi shows, I feel like they portray aliens as the bad guys. And it's like, hey, you know, maybe they're not. Maybe they just are. Yes, 
Klingons are sometimes bad, but they're also sometimes good. The only truly bad species I think I've ever seen within the Star Trek confines is the Borg. That's it. That's that's all I can think of. No other species is truly evil. And I like that. You've got different races working alongside each other. And it's not just humans versus aliens. Which, in a weird sense, sadly, I feel like a lot of sci-fi shows end up being. Again, drawing it back to Doctor Who, yes, the Doctor is technically alien, but man, you forget about it sometimes, and it feels like every alien they ever come across is malevolent. And you're going, all right, where's the good aliens that are just trapped, that need help? No, they're the enemies? Oh, okay, cool. And it feels like it's written in a sense of like, we're the heroes, we're the champions. And it's like, hey, sometimes we're not. And that's okay. There's also storytelling motifs. So Star Trek can get away telling a a social construct story. So, for example, one character is a Kelpian, is an alien. He is the only Starfleet officer of his race. And there's a storyline where he's like, you know, I defined myself by that fact. I pushed myself to be the model for my species. I pushed myself harder than anyone ever had to do to the detriment of myself to represent my people. Which sounds noble, but he was like, I wasn't doing it for myself. It's telling a social story of being true to yourself, but not having to be the shining example not having to work yourself to the bone to be that example. By being the best version of you, you are being a good example of whatever you're representing. Had this been in, for instance, again, I'm going to dogpile on Doctor Who here. Doctor Who, we would have had a five-minute monologue by the Doctor at the end of the episode talking about why representation is important. And while that is accurate it's not interesting to watch when you can watch five minutes 10 15 minutes into a doctor who episode and go oh i already know what the 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 sermon at the end of the episode is going to be it makes the episode not enjoyable i mean there was a whole episode of doctor who about plastic in the ocean and how an alien was utilizing that it's like When they said, oh, they're eating plastic, I went, oh, this is a plastic in the ocean episode. This is an environmentalism episode, which is not bad. But when you have a sermon at the end of the episode, you go, I'm done watching this. Sci-fi, to me, should be fun to watch. But when you get to the sermon at the end of the episode, you go, I'm I'm not in it for this. I'm I'm really not. Like I'm just I'm not I'm good with this. I mean there was a whole episode about global warming in Doctor Who about how the planet they were on was actually Earth that was polluted and made into a death planet and it goes on and on 
on and I was like, I'm just, this isn't just fun to watch. This isn't, this isn't interesting. However, if you were telling an intricate story and that is the thread, great. If you can weave a story about a a big social, uh, social idea, do it. Write an episode all about that. A good example of this is in my favorite TV show, The Magicians. This latest season has been about grieving. For the first couple episodes, it was all about grieving and how different people were grieving differently. And it was still interesting. There was not a stand-up-and-preach-it moment about how different people grieve differently. It was made into the story. How there is strong female representation in that show but it is not a stand up and preach it moment it is a we will show by doing we will have and preach strong female representation by having strong female representation if you have to stop and preach your message at the end of the episode the middle of the episode you have done a bad I you have done a bad thing by not telling it within the confines of the story. That is doing your story a disservice. If you can't tell your story and have your social idea that you want to write and you should write about, then write a better script. Don't shoehorn a political message, a social message, at the end of the episode and go, we did it, Patrick. We saved the city. We did our thing. No. Tell it within the confines of the story. Write a story that centralizes about how this alien species is burning their planet by just being wasteful and they need help. And... Starfleet goes down and and helps them. Or maybe the fact is, maybe they can't because of the Prime Directive. And they go, we can't do anything for them because they're pre-warp. We can't do anything. They have done this to themselves. And write a whole story about that. Instead of, at the end of the episode, going, this is your planet. If we don't change anything... This will become your planet. Oh my gosh, it's going to be bad. No, I mean, that's true. I'm not denying it. I'm not one of those people who denies global warming or anything. But I mean, if you have to have it preached at the end of your episode, what was your episode about? If you have to explain the storyline of the episode, maybe you didn't do a good job writing it. Maybe you weren't confident in what your message was, that you felt that you had to do that. So for me, Star Trek is quintessentially sci-fi because it's telling science fiction stories. So there is a huge element of science in there. You Almost every episode has to do with, yo, we got to figure out how to do this. But it's all fictional. But there's still that spark of, science fiction it is relatable but in a different aspect you can see characters interacting and go hey 
that's similar to how people act in my age or whatnot. That's all it is. It's science fiction. And to me, Star Trek is the quintessential Star Trek, or not the the sci-fi franchise. Because it's all about exploration and learning something new. Boldly going where no man has gone before. That's what Star Trek is about. It's not about retreading and replotting and retelling the same stories over and over and over. It's about boldly going where no man has gone before. Entire generations of kids have grown up with Kirk, Picard, Janeway, uh, Scott Bakula, whatever his was, I forgot it. I forgot his name, Archer, and Cisco. Uh, and now we've got Lorca and Pike. Generations of kids have grown up on strong representation of captains, of people who are making difficult decisions, but right decisions or wrong decisions that are easy, and then there's consequences. I grew up watching Next Generation with my dad, and I love Picard, and I love all the captains, because they each brought something different to the table. They each had a different story to tell. And to me, that's exciting. To be able to say, hey, this is my captain, as it were. And being able to say, you know what? Each of the captains brought strength, bravery, courage to go where no man or woman has gone before. To boldly go seek out new life and new civilizations. It inspired generations of kids to reach forward, maybe to go do the space program, maybe to invent stuff. I mean, look at how much technology we have that is very similar to stuff that's been on Star Trek. It's eerie. So that's my challenge. Boldly go where no man or woman has gone before and reach out and try to do something new. I know we're all quarantined and we're all bored, but try something new. It doesn't have to be discovering a new star system or discovering a new species. Maybe it's discovering something new about yourself. Maybe you like yoga. Maybe you like painting. Maybe you like singing or writing or dancing. That's my challenge for this week. Boldly seek out something new about yourself. That way, when this quarantine is lifted, you can go out and tell people about this new thing that you've learned to do. Don't let this time go to waste. And if you're in the mood, go watch Star Trek. So, until next week, I hope that you have a wonderful week and you don't go too stir crazy. Peace. Thanks for tuning into the Gaming and Chill podcast. We hope you liked it. It would be really helpful if, on your given listening platform, you were to leave a comment and give us a rating. 
For more on the Gaming and Chill podcast, you can visit our website at www.gamingandchillpodcast.com. And from there, you can read anime and game reviews that are not on this podcast. You can also find links to all of our social media where you can follow us. Thank you again for tuning in, and we hope to hear from you soon. Cheers! Cheers!